Yo, so we back in here for another edition of F Your Mother. Probably gonna give y'all a compressed episode, so this might be a lengthy one. Because I'm gonna talk about Kanye West monkey ass, uh, Andrew Gilliam blaming his uh, getting exposed in a fucking hotel room with meth and his bussy spread open. Uh, Kanye West having a fucking meltdown, which I don't know should be the norm and shit, right? That's like literally his thing now having meltdowns um and several other things whatever the fuck comes to my brain um i already talked about nick cannon so we got we got that the fuck out the way and uh pardon my air conditioning i'm in the car driving and shit uh got a new placement for my hands-free device so if you hear the uh air conditioning blowing try not to you know what i'm saying get too bent out of shape long as i'm audible and you can hear me that's all that matters right um, so let's get into it. Um, shit, I just fucking forgot the list of things. I guess the fresh one on my brain, Andrew Gillum. Nigga ran for governor of Florida and got exposed, right? Which, it looked like that shit was a setup. <laughs> the powers that be, they are very good at exposing you, right? Um... Especially if you don't, you know what I'm saying, you don't make it to be a uh, whipping boy, right? He didn't make it. Uh, the people didn't vote for him, so, you know what I'm saying, the uh, powers that be, they got rid of his monkey ass. Um, and they don't just, like, let you just fade off into obscurity, you know what I'm saying? I have a reason to believe that they destroyed their, um, their instruments of white supremacy, um, you know what I'm saying? Or they're black minions, you know, token politicians when they feel like they don't need them no more, right? Um, yeah, this nigga came out, did an Instagram live where he talked about the reason he was uh, found with his bussy spread in a hotel room with some white gay male escorts was because he was an alcoholic, right? Nigga was drunk off the juice. Now, Everybody that drinks alcohol or has gotten drunk or has been a functioning alcoholic like myself, we can't let this this nigga live, right? Because um, niggas get drunk every day, B, and even get shit-faced in. They do not get waking up in a hotel room uh, by the authorities with baggies of meth, uh, whatever the fuck he was using to numb his butthole, Right, so that he could take anal pleasure. Uh, like niggas don't, niggas don't get drunk and have all that shit going on unless they with the shit. I have a reason to believe he was with that shit. Now in his Instagram live, I didn't watch it, but somebody found that shit and uh, downloaded it to YouTube. Or my bad, uploaded it to YouTube. Uh, one, the nigga seems like he's gay, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, right? Uh, you, you like what you like. However, this nigga was frauding like he had, like he was a straight man, right? He had children, he had a wife. So, nigga got busted, right? Doing some shit that, you know what I'm saying, that was the true him. Now, he was trying to pretend and perpetrate like he was a straight man with a family and all this shit. But that shit was a cover. But this is how some niggas... Uh, get all into character, especially these niggas 
in the Bible Belt. Now I'm from Ohio, but I've been in the South, and a lot of these undercover fags, they like go through the motions of like having girlfriends and wives and shit, uh, and even children to mask the fact that they like booty hole, right? Now, ain't nothing wrong with like a booty hole if you like women butthole, right? Um, it ain't nothing wrong if you like men butthole, right? But you gotta be real with yourself. You can't be frauding like you know you one thing and you another thing, right? That's what people have a problem with. Not only that, this live video that he did shows a lack of accountability. Like, nigga couldn't even be real in 2020 and just come out and say, yo, I like men. I'm a homosexual and I was leading a double life because it was an image that I was trying to maintain because of my religious belief. Because he's from he's from Florida, right? I don't know where exactly in Florida he's from. Um, probably from Orlando or Tampa. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of gay niggas down there, right? Undercover niggas. Uh, but like I said, it's not wrong with like, if you gay, live your truth. Don't be a, a down low nigga. Masquerading is one thing. Um, because it just makes you look unethical and it makes you look like a fucking liar, which makes you look questionable when it comes to your principles and your moral, moral character, right? So that's what people have a problem with, not the fact that he like dick, right? Gay niggas been around for forever. Look at Hollywood. Um, but some niggas are too ashamed to live their truth. And he was saying that he was ashamed uh, but he was trying to live his truth and come out and let people know that he was an alcoholic. No, nigga, you was a gay nigga. Like, he's still, even in his live, uh, I guess I don't know what you'll call it, in his live um, apology video or uh, whatever the fuck it was supposed to be, he still was ashamed, right? He still couldn't come out and just say, Yo, I like that dick. <laughs> Sucker shit, right? But uh, I guess the world would never be have a shortage of suck ass niggas. Um, so you know, then there's that shit. Gay niggas just frauding and, and try to win the public's trust, but you can't even be truthful with yourself. So. You know what I'm saying? I had to just talk about that. I already did an episode about the nigga. It was very entertaining. If you haven't heard that episode, you should go back and listen to it. Um, oh, yes. Kanye West and his fucking meltdowns, right? Um, like I said, this should be the norm. Um, the nigga, uh, ever since he jumped on the stage and took the, took the microphone away from Taylor Swift, he's been on a rampage, right? Namely against himself. nigga running for president at one of his campaign rallies in South Carolina had the audacity to say that Harriet Tubman never freed the slaves she just took the slaves to work for other white people which in essence I understand what he was going for because in essence think about it if slaves left the south with no opportunity and no jobs of their own who the fuck did they work for when they went up north white people so in that essence he was actually right but the way he said it, it sounded fucked up. Like she didn't actually free them from bondage, which she technically did. Now, I don't know if her intent was to have them work for white people, but if they needed to make a living, 
right? So they would have worked for white people or maybe other black people, but primarily white people because white people in the North had majority of the wealth, right? So we can stop pretending like they didn't work for white people, but it was just how he said it. Like she didn't free them and she actually did. She literally freed niggas from the plantation and chains around their ankles and whatever the fuck they had them on, ankles or their arms or whatever the fuck, right? She, they, niggas was not in the fucking field wearing tattered clothes. They went up north. Yes, they did get jobs from white people, but they were wearing suits. They were living in essence in the concrete jungle, pre-concrete jungle, but concrete jungle no less. Cause I think New York was one of the uh, 13 colonies, right? One of the oldest states in America. They had cobblestone roads and buildings and right? Shit like that. So um, she did free them. So this jackass being inarticulate couldn't actually express that. But even if still, like, in 2020, what the fuck does that have to do with anything, right? Like, I watched the little clip that TMZ played, and I'm trying to correlate what the fuck he was talking about. Then he started going into how his father wanted him aborted, and his mom had him anyways. Looking back at it, Kanye West's mom is rolling in her grave. She probably should have aborted that nigga, or swallowed him. Because this nigga is a burden on the black culture. <laughs> He's not only a burden on the black culture, he's a burden on his wife, he's a burden on America. Hell, he's even a burden in the music industry. At this point, he's losing fans, right? The only people that still listening to Kanye West is people that like to rock them stupid-ass Yeezys, right? Now, they look cool, but they overpriced as fuck. And who the fuck is paying $350 for a pair of shoes? I know I'm not. So, Kanye West... Is losing his fucking mind, but I mean, to be actual and realistic, he's already lost his mind. Oh, but like I said in my Instagram post, the niggas never had a personality, so I'm not really surprised when you look back at old inter uh, interviews and shit like that. You couldn't get the essence of his personality. He's weird as fuck. He never smiled for a period of time. Um, then when he did start to smile, he was weird and awkward. Um, when he opened his mouth, he always said like shit that wasn't contextual. I don't get me wrong. I, I applauded the nigga when he got on the fucking uh, help the niggas in Katrina uh, telethon. And when he was up on stage with Mike Myers and he said, George Bush don't like black people. Right. I, I felt that shit. Cause look at the circumstances but um like that wasn't the forum to actually express that I think uh, but in any event we was able to overlook that shit because at that particular time it, it actually was like substantive it made sense obviously the nigga don't like black people because of his actions right but then he started jumping on stage and grabbing the mic from Taylor Swift so much so, the every awards show, they had to make sure Kanye West was at bay so he wouldn't run up on stage, right? Um, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have bum-rushed the stage with Taylor Swift, but um, he ain't do that shit with 50 Cent or Snoop Dogg or any other entertainer that was of a, a street caliber. So I think that was like out of line. But in any event, ever since that, he said erratic shit in the media and the public eye right 
he went up to the TMZ office and was talking about how he was on opioids and he had liposuction, right? All this weird ass shit. <laughs> so much so that even Snoop Dogg has ostracized him, uh, Kanye West, right? Calling that nigga a weird ass nigga because a sellout and shit, which he is, because uh, he went up to the Oval Office and while his bitch was like pulling on the coattail of Donald Trump trying to get niggas released from prison in her prison reform campaign, this nigga was up in the Oval Office talking about how Donald Trump was like his dad, right? And wearing a MAGA hat with a uh, fucking Jason Voorhees garbage truck suit, so a garbage man suit, so Kanye West is like an anomaly to black people. Uh, shit, he's an anomaly to everybody with a half-working brain. Like, nobody likes this nigga. <laughs> His bitch that got on Twitter to clarify shit because he didn't talk about how he suspect Meek Mills of smashing her at the hotel when she was going up there to meet with Meek Mill for to talk about prison reform and how... Northwest would never be in Playboy. Chris Jenner is pimping out her daughters, um, which everybody knows that the Kardashian clan—they primarily a clan of hoe bitches, right? Whores, <laughs> harlots, and Jezebels, all the way from the moms that cheated on uh, Rob Kardashian with several other niggas, including fucking uh, Bruce Jenner. Now, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? Uh, to Khloe Kardashian. Uh, well, I can't really say nothing bad about Chloe. Chloe, because that bitch was trying to be a down-ass bitch for a crackhead. <laughs> but Kourtney Kardashian, right? She's probably one of the most... One of her and Chloe are like the two straight-laced Kardashians, right? There's no sex tape. They're not really posing provocatively, you know what I'm saying? Butt-naked like Kim Kardashian or uh, Kylie. Um... But I think one of them hoes did a Playboy spread. If I'm not mistaken, it was Kendall or Kylie, right? Um, even though everybody knows that Playboy is kind of a classy publication when it comes to nudity and shit, right? But the nigga is just a weirdo. At this point, I'm just, I'm rocking with old shit because, like, I, I, I know how to detach the artist from the actual person, right? The artistry of the person from the actual person, right? There's several people that I like and I love their music, but would I want to meet them? No, Kanye West is actually one of them people. I like his first four records, right? The college dropout, late registration, college graduate, uh, and what the fuck was the eight, one of the 808, I think it was 808 or My Dark Fantasy or some shit. I never can really remember the name of that shit, but it has been about 12, 13 years, so whatever the fuck um but yeah everything after that it was like a hit and miss i ain't really rocking with too much of his catalog um but i'll never take that away from him because i like hip-hop and if i ever bumped your shit i'm gonna bump that shit until i get old and gray but do i want to like meet you can i detach myself from you or d detach my um my life my, my, my personal feelings about you as a person um, from your music, yeah. Would I want to meet him? Fuck no. 
Um, but there's several other entertainers that I love their music. I really wouldn't want to meet them because I don't want the mythiosos or mythios of the person, the persona, to be kind of like disappointing. I wouldn't want to meet Busy Bone because um, I've seen him in interviews and on his little um, YouTube channel. And he doesn't actually live up to the person that I listen to on the records. Which isn't to say he's a bad person. He's just not my type of person I'd want to meet. Or I have in my circle. DMX. I love DMX. But the nigga did, was a crackhead. Um, and he isn't. He like Jesus freak. I don't really buy into religion anymore. Uh, and so I really. I stay away from people that are overly religious. Um. Hell, I stay away from people. If you believe in white Jesus, I ain't rocking with you. Now, I'm not saying you're a bad person because you believe in that shit. I just don't believe in it. So I don't hang around people that really do. Uh, and this includes some of my family members. <laughs> but I love them niggas, but I don't really take too many of them serious, right? Because if you're still believing in a guy in the sky and a white Jesus, uh, in 2020, you got you got head problems. Like, like seriously. And I don't give a fuck if people say, yo, Jesus was black. Motherfucker, that's not the depiction you grew up on. So we know when you close your eyes, that's not what you see. Um, so I wouldn't really want to meet DMX as a person. Not only that, he's an ex-crackhead. And now he's just kind of weird in his 50s, right? Out of shape. Doesn't sound the same. Um... Like, he's a shell up in for, of his former self. The nigga from Belly and, um, the nigga from Belly and Never Die Alone and, uh, Romeo Must Die and Exit Wounds. Like, that's the DMX I remember. This guy now, I don't, I don't know who the fuck that is. So, I'm really not fucking with him, right? Um, who else? That's pretty much it, man. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to meet Michael Jackson. I love Mike's music, but I think he was a fucking weirdo. I ain't fucking with weirdos. Um, so, that's just me. Kanye West strikes me as one of those people. While I love the music, I'm able to detach the artistry from the person. And, you know what I'm saying? I will say in his older age, he's sullying his uh, legacy. With all these fucking meltdowns and uh, weird outbursts. Uh, just stick to the music, man. Make music and shut the fuck up. And it was something else I was I wanted to talk about. I'm trying to compress this, this episode because I got to play catch up to a degree. And I don't really want to talk about that COVID-19 shit. Um motherfuckers unemployment is about to end and shit there's gonna be a lot of pussy being sold and a lot of niggas robbing motherfuckers and a lot of people get robbed if the government don't come up with a plan um damn there was something else i wanted to talk about i don't know how the fuck i forgot hold up a second y'all i'm gonna go back and listen to the beginning of the shit and i'll be back oh yes how could I forget the motherfucking versus battle between Snoop Dogg and DMX? Um, this is my review on that shit. I think it was a um, incompatible matchup. That's not to take nothing away from Snoop or DMX, but 
they weren't of the same caliber, right? Uh, and let me explain what I mean by that. DMX is more of a, lyric, a complex lyricist to a degree. He has some lyrically complex songs. Now, all his singles are like he waters it down. He's very ABC because to a degree, you can't be putting out no super lyrical shit when you're making singles, right? You got to make things that play in the club, that are radio friendly, that are catchy. Uh, people don't want to listen to a whole bunch of super lyrical shit. Now, his album work is uh, highly lyrical. And what I mean by lyrical, because Snoop Dogg is lyrical. They, they make lyrics. They write lyrics. Um, but DMX is more of a literary rapper, right? He does a bunch of um, complex uh, double entendres, metaphors, similes. Um, his stanzas are more complex than Snoop Dogg's, right? Now, Snoop Dogg does use metaphors, but they're simple. They're not really complex at all. It doesn't matter if they're album songs or singles. He's simple. Um, and he's an ABC rapper, right? What I mean by ABC rapper, all the hip-hop heads out there, if you're listening, ABC, you know what I'm saying? You rap A, then you rhyme A with B, B with C, C with D. DMX is more of an A, B, D, C, A, B. Like, he's complex. He'll hit you with one line that doesn't rhyme with the next line, but then the next line around with the first line. If that makes sense to people. People that listen to hip-hop understand bars and shit. They get it. Um, and Snoop Dogg's more of an entertainer. DMX, he entertains at a concert um, and on videos. But he's not really one of them niggas that makes... Like Snoop Dogg, one of his songs is Drop It Like It's High. It's used for a commercial for some soda. I think it was like Lemon Drops or... Uh, some off-brand version of Squirt, right? Uh, citrus soda, some shit, lime drops, or some shit like that. I, I forget what the fuck. I don't buy the shit. So I forgot the name of what the fuck it's called. But, um, yeah, like, you can use a lot of his music for jingles. Uh, movie, TV episodes, movies, commercials. You can't really play too much DMX for any of those things, right? A lot of his stuff, maybe Party Up. Um, but... How you gonna play what these bitches want like as a commercial that's not radio friend that's not commercial friendly even the radio version barely got played like that back in the day um because they had to edit the part of him saying what these bitches want instead he had to say what these women want it wasn't as intense as the original so i mean his videos got played but you didn't really hear that song on the radio unless it was edited and it just didn't hit the same, right? Um, and not only that, like, like if I had to give like star ratings on uh, lyricism and punchlines and shit, DMX is actually out of five stars is a good four. Snoop Dogg is like a good three, right? And I could quote some lines to prove it, but if you ever listen to the albums, like you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like DMX has um, the Damien, right? Damien one two three. What do you say? Um, uh, shit. What's up? Uh, uh, Damien three. That's a good. I'm gonna use that one. He says, "Didn't get a shout out on your last album. Would you hate me? Nah. Thought I was your dog. Thought I was a nigga that you see it all through the fall. Yo. Thought I was your man's in them. And any problems that you had, I would handle them. Then you got Snoop Dogg with your mom, man, your daddy, hollering, baby." 
So what that lets you know that if you're fucking with Drake, nigga, you're fucking with Death Row. You see the difference? Very simplistic. Oh. But it did bring a, a, a bit of nostalgia back to the 90s, right? Snoop Dogg's career started in 93 uh, or 1990, if you want to go with the chronic, but officially in 1993. That's when he dropped his debut album. X's career started uh, a little later in 1998. So there was like a disconnect from time periods. Like Snoop Dogg was around when Kid and Play were rapping. Uh, Easy E, the early Ice Cube. By that, t- by the time DMX came around, Ice Cube was more of a movie star. Like he did release albums, but they didn't have the same effect, and his popularity had diminished a little bit. Um, Kid and Play was nowhere around when DMX came around. Like the the landscape of hip hop changed drastically. Like hardcore hip hop music actually took more of a front a front seat, and Easy E wasn't nowhere. Like he was dead. So. He, he wasn't even around, right? His early 90s, like, nostalgia gangster rap, it kind of wore off. And and Tupac was dead. So for, to the mo- for uh, damn, I'm stumbling over word. For the most part, West Coast rap, it actually took a back seat. East Coast rap, it took more of a front seat, right? With the um, introduction of Nas, Jay-Z, it blew up. Uh, Lil Kim, it blew up. Uh, Biggie had just died, but whoop. Tane Clan was like on, like on, they was hotter than fish grease. Um, then uh, probably a year later, Ghostface dropped the album. Nas was hot as shit. I think I already said Nas, but just to reiterate it, Eminem, while he's from Detroit and that's the Midwest, he had more of a like a, a battle rap from like the from the New York landscape, uh, landscape, right? Buster Rhymes was hotter than fish grease. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony because they were associated with the West Coast. Even they started to cool off like around 98, right? I think they had dropped their last album in 1995 and didn't drop another album until 2000. So five years had went by. DMX had came in, Foxy Brown had came in. Um, like the New the New York rap scene was on the rise. Like they was hotter than fish or fish grease. So. There was kind of like a gap between Snoop Dogg and DMX's like careers. And not only that, even Snoop Dogg has started to cool off. Now around 1998, he was with Master P, but he wasn't the same Snoop Dogg from Death Row. He was the No Limit Snoop Dogg. And while I don't really knock the No Limit Snoop Dogg, it was cool. Um, it did cause him to take a backseat so much so that he had to reinvent himself by 2002 with Pharrell. Which I never really liked that fucking album And I don't remember the name of it Um But he came back with the 2000 and I want to say 2001 Eastsiders album Uh he did a song with R. Kelly That shit was lit I don't give a fuck I think it's called That's That Shit That was that shit So DMX and Snoop Dogg was just Are just two different caliber rappers Right And I don't think they should have did a versus I think DMX should have did a versus with Jay Z Because they share more of a history. They're both from New York. They both did the Hard Knock Life tour, the backstage documentary. Um, DMX did a slew full of features with Jay Z. Jay Z did a few uh, a few features with uh, DMX in the Locks and the Rough Riders. So it was that would have been a better one. But considering Jay Z is 50, he probably opted out of it. Now DMX is 52. 
or a 50 also, but DMX is still stuck in his 30, 30 year old mentality. Jay-Z has grown as a 50 year old man. You can hear it in his music, how he carries himself. He's not the same Jay-Z, so he probably declined, right? Nobody has time to be in a room with an erratic nigga that may spaz out. Um, I think even Snoop Dogg had to smoke weed to kind of like be comfortable in the same room as DMX. Because DMX, while he was friendly, he just has an aura about himself as being like a tense person, a very intense person. Um, not, I don't really think he's a likable person in really in real life. Like I think Ja Rule would have vibed more with Snoop Dogg, um, but they was able to pull it off. I would have preferred for the verses to be split screen. I don't want to see niggas do verses in the same room. So, you know what I'm saying that was just kind of weird in itself. Because Erica Badu did a verses with Jill Scott. They was in. They had to split screen. They were in different locations. Uh, Babyface and Teddy Riley did a split screen. They were in different locations. Uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland, uh, they were in different locations. So it was just a better presentation. Not only that, what I didn't like about the verses with Snoop Dogg and DMX, DMX only did one verse from every song, while Snoop was doing two verses and even three. Like, I didn't like that. I don't know what the fuck that was about. I don't know if Def Jam didn't give full rights to verses for him to perform like two verses or most of the song. I don't know what that was about. Um, that kind of took the um, that kind of took the bite out of DMX's battle. You know what I'm saying? Like that took the that took the kind of the that took the, the punch out of his his battling because he wasn't giving it his all. While Snoop Dogg put on a whole performance. They even remixed some of his shit. Murder was the case. Uh, it ain't no fun. I didn't. Now this is why I think they're not comparable artists. Because while Snoop Dogg has a lot of hits, let me take that back. Snoop Dogg has a lot of popular songs, right? DMX had more hit singles. So when you seen DMX perform his songs, most of those songs were hit singles. Now he did perform Blackout. Uh, which wasn't a hit single, it was an album song. Uh, but he performed Slippin', which went platinum as a single. He performed Party Up, that went platinum as a single. Um, he performed um, What's My Name, that was a single off the Then There Was X album. He did uh, Stop Being Greedy, uh, uh, Get At Me Dog. Those were all singles which all went platinum on, on the charts. Snoop Dogg had Beautiful, which he did with Pharrell. That was a single. It went platinum. He did uh, What's My Name with, you know what I'm saying, his Doggy Style album. Um, but he did a lot of collaborative songs, those songs he did with Dr. Dre. That don't count. That's not your discography. Now, while he wrote the whole song, right, he did Ain't Nothing But a G Thing, which he wrote the whole song with him and Dre. Um, but those, that wasn't his song. Like, that was Dr. Dre's song. Um, and then he did a lot of Dog Pound songs. Uh, it Ain't No Fun, that's a Dog Pound record. Uh, Big Pimpin', that's a Dog Pound record. Or Snoop, it was a Snoop Dogg album, let me take that back. But it was on the Above the Rim soundtrack. Like, that wasn't your shit. That was a soundtrack, right? With Snoop Dogg, the Dog Pound, Tupac, 
uh, Lady of Rage, all them niggas was on fucking Above the Rim soundtrack. So technically, that wasn't a Snoop Dogg song, even though he did perform it on the soundtrack. It wasn't from any of his albums. Now he did fuck them other niggas with um, Seat Murder. That was on his uh, No Limit album, right? And I think that might have went platinum because that shit was everywhere. But he had a handful of hits. Uh, and everybody knows Snoop Dogg, I don't think, has as many records as DMX. DMX might have like 11 or 12 albums. I don't think Snoop Dogg even has 10. Right? And let's not forget, Dogfather only went gold right before he left Death Row. And I don't remember him performing The Vapors. That was a single. Uh, now he did perform a song with um, that he did with Exhibit I think it was on his No Limit album um, Bitch Please um, he did the next episode but that was a Dr. Dre song that wasn't a Snoop Dogg song that was Dr. Dre featuring the Dog Pound or Corrupted Snoop Dogg so then he had a few songs with um, that he did with Nate Dogg uh, it ain't no fun. If I'm not mistaken, that was on the Dog Pounds record. So that wasn't a Snoop Dogg song. So I didn't really like the fact that he didn't really have a lot of stand-up songs. I don't recall them playing Deep Cover. Uh, which I would have loved to hear. Because while that wasn't his song, that was a Dr. Dre song on the Deep Cover out, uh, soundtrack. That showcased the early Snoop. Um, now he did Murder Was The Case That was a single from the Murder Was The Case I think that was a uh, like The soundtrack that they did from the Murder Was The Case Mini movie That shit was actually lit I fucked with it Fucked with it heavy Oh goddamn, Missed my goddamn exit y'all But Yeah you know what I'm saying that, Like that I, That I didn't like I didn't like the fact that he didn't have a lot of stand up singles To stand up against DMX Not only that DMX actually released album after album, right? So, in one year, he released, I think it was like within a year, he released his debut album, uh, his Dark and Hell is Hot. Then he turned back around and released Flesh My Flesh within like, I think, six months. Uh, and then the following year, he released, uh, and then there was X. Then he dropped The Great Depression, uh, Grand Champ. So, DMX was like back to back dropping albums all the way from 1998 to 2004. Snoop Dogg had breaks and periods where he wasn't dropping shit. Um, I think he dropped Doggy Style in, 2000, in 1993. He dropped The Dog Father in 1996. Right after, either right before Snoop Dogg died or right after. Um, and then two years went by, he dropped... Um, shit, I, The Game Is To Be Sold. I think that's the name of it. Game Is To Be Sold uh, album with no limit. Um... What else? Yeah, I think he had a break. So from 1998, he didn't drop another album until 2002 with Pharrell, which I don't know what the fuck the name of that shit was. Um, it's been so goddamn long. What has it been, 18 years? I don't know, right? If I'm not mistaken, that may have been on the Blue Carpet Treatment album. Um, but I don't think, I think not. Nah, take that back. I think the Blue Carpet Treatment was after that. Um, the song, which he did the song with R. Kelly, right? So, we wasn't really getting back-to-back -back Snoop Dogg albums. And like I said, I don't know if Snoop Dogg has 10 records. 
I know he has the Snoop Lion shit. Uh, so that's already, let's see, Doggy Style. Uh, we'll even throw a Murder Was The Case soundtrack. Um, Dogfather. The Game Is To Be Sold. The Pharrell album. The Blue Carpet Treatment. The Snoop Lion. The Gospel shit. Um, and then I, he has a new album he just came out with, I think this year. That shit is actually lit. I fucks with that shit. Oh, and the album, I forgot what the name of it is, but the shit that has the sexual eruption on it. Whatever that album is. So that puts Snoop in about seven, eight or nine records. While DMX has, uh, it's hot and hell, uh, dark and hell is hot. Flesh in my flesh. Um, then there was X, The Great Depression, Grand Champ. Um, shit. What the fuck? DMX that came out with a lot of fucking records. But he has about 10 records. A lot of them was post him getting out of prison. Um, I can't remember. I know he has uh, Bloodline. He did the... Um, I don't know what the fuck the album was in 2017. Um, and I think he had an album in 2014 and 15. Um, all were trash. Let's just get that the fuck out the way. Uh, that was the earlier or later X him getting out of prison DMX uh, post falling the fuck off DMX so in any event we were getting back to back work not only that DMX had did a bunch of songs on the belly soundtrack a lot of collaborations with other artists um, that literally essentially made it his song cause he always outshined damn near everybody he did a song with from Jay-Z to Busta Rhymes um, to Nas so yeah like I think that was a very incompatible matchup I think Snoop Dogg should have probably battled the game or who else is from the west coast Ice Cube like I think the verses should be matchups of people from their regions like I would like to see a Jeezy and a Gucci main versus I would like to see a T.I. and a Lil Flip versus now while Lil Flip is from Houston they both from the south I would like to see uh, shit a 50 Cent Ja Rule versus right I think Ja Rule would actually like uh, propose that shit earlier this year which 50 laughed at but that actually would make more sense because of they beef, because they have history. Uh, we can see whose who's catalog can stand up. Now, I believe that Ja Rule wouldn't stand up to 50's catalog just because 50 Cent primarily was on that gangster shit and Ja Rule was on, you know what I'm saying, the bitches shit with the Cookie Monster voice, right? So, <laughs> that would just be entertaining. And we can get to see both of them talk shit while they play these songs, right? Like, I don't want to battle or verses where everybody's like being cool and shit like Snoop Dogg and DMX just being cool no I want to see that yo fuck nigga yo listen to this shit this shit was killing your shit remember when you fell off like that's more entertaining now everybody's talking about a Lloyd Banks and Cameron I don't even know how the fuck they got that matchup cause Cameron's lyrical as fuck and so is Lloyd Banks but the styles are different right they both from New York but like I, in my opinion, while Lloyd Banks is actually a lyrical DMC, I think Cameron is a little more experienced and, 
has better punchlines. He's more entertaining. Um, I want to see a Fred Joe Starr and a Keith Murray versus. I want to see a DeBrat and Rod Digger versus. Or Rod Digger and Lady of Rage versus. Or Lil' Kim and DeBrat. Like, give me some artists that are more compatible. Um, that's like DMX and Snoop Dogg was sort of like a, a Nelly and a Ludacris versus. Which I think they did a versus. And Nelly's fucking Wi-Fi was fucked up. And even that's a bad matchup. Because lyrically, Ludacris is actually very lyrical, right? So I think he should have did a versus with Busta Rhymes. You know what I'm saying? That makes more sense. Um, I'd like to see an Eminem versus with... I don't know. Shit, g Easy Or Eminem and... Who's another dope-ass white rapper? There isn't one. Um, shit. It's a hard one. Uh, Eminem and Nas uh, matchup. Now, while they're from different regions, right? Eminem is from the D, from the Midwest, and Nas is from New York. Eminem is white people's Nas. So it only is fitting to see Nas actually go up against Eminem. The best rapper from the, from New York, in my opinion, the best nigga from New York is Nas. And the best nigga from the Midwest that's white is Eminem. Um, and likewise, the, the best niggas from the West Coast, in my opinion, overall, the game and Snoop. So I think they should have did a battle. That would have made more sense. Anyways, I told y'all I was going to compress shit, so that's what I did. Hope y'all was entertained. I hope my air conditioner wasn't too fucked up. Y'all let me know what you think. You can send me messages or emails if you don't know how to do it. Go back and dig in the crates and the archive episodes. They'll tell you how to do it. And if you thought any of the shit that I said was stupid in this episode, then F your mother.